Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America, one law-abiding citizen at a time. You know, I think about that. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the border later on in the show. You can see the beautiful Arizona mountains right behind me where folks not too far from here are struggling uh, from all countries to break in and be grab a part of this American way of life. You know, can't say as I blame them. They're the rational actors in all this. But the politicians that have lowered our defenses, invited hordes of Visigoths to come in and conquer the country like they did ancient Rome, those are the people that are to blame. Uh, when you go to Chicago O'Hare, Airport. Now, by the way, think about this. Uh, when you head up there, make sure you stay out of the illegal alien housing project that is actually part of the Chicago O'Hare Airport. Uh, I tell you what, it's a pretty crazy world that we're living in, and I don't know exactly just what is going on. Hey, I can't even tell what's going on with my own uh, focus on the camera. So, so you can tell uh, I don't have all the answers. Maybe you do too, but we're going to explore some of them on today's show. Today, we're going to be talking with Faith Protect. Faith Protect, you're going to be on in the show. You're going to tell hear a little bit about protecting yourself, not only with faith, but with the products that come from Faith Protect. Also, if you've ever done any reloading or heard about it, you need to get into cartridge annealing. And we have cartridge annealing, uh, anneal right there. You can see the product right there. Uh, we're going to be talking all about that and how to increase your accuracy. And then Streetwise Security Products, they're with us today too. And uh, they have a great product, non-lethal uh, self-defense. You know, not everyone wants to do the guns, or maybe you can't always do them in certain circumstances. Well, Streetwise Security has an answer for you. You know, at, at this time of the show, we're always talking about news, and we just like to touch on the current events. And I'm thinking about maybe doing this a little bit more frequently throughout the week, because the news is breaking fast. This last week, within the last uh, seven to ten days, three leftist commentators, these are people that are apologists for the Black Lives Matter movement. These are people that are saying, defund the police. Now, if you've been asleep or under a rock, you might not have heard that. Stick around in a little bit. We'll play a, a segment from the defund the police movement. But these folks, great people, actually, uh, they're, their hearts are in the right place. Ryan Carson, Josh Kruger, and Pablo LaPere. Now, uh, Pablo LaPere was a brilliant uh, a startup organizer, organizer. She's got a new business and everything, but not any longer. She was a big proponent of Black Lives Matter. And these people were in the big cities, Philadelphia, New York, uh, Baltimore, I believe. And their lives are snuffed out early. They're not around to really see their visions take off. They were making fun of the people that are on the right that were talking, close the borders, stop the madness in the streets, fund the police. They made fun of all of that. And uh, they're no longer here because they are victims 
to the very to, to the very people that they were trying to support. It's a sad thing. Now, you may not want to carry a gun, but you would like to defend yourself. Well, stick around on our show. We're going to show you how to protect yourself with non-lethal means. Scott, uh, let me see if you're you're here. Scott, uh, Scott Kiefner. Oh yeah, yeah. And Scott, we got you. Uh, Scott, you're going to have to mute unmute yourself. Oh, yes. sorry. Yeah, Scott, user error. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. I'm here. Yep. Hey, yep. That's my. I use a little bit of user error. You know, I think I figured out what the camera problem is. It just can't handle all that handsomeness. You know, you're just staring into it. It's intimidating the camera, and so yeah, you know, uh, but, I'm not sure. Are you talking about you or me? I I, I, I kind of <laughs> believe you. Uh, every week, though, I never knew, know what I'm looking at. So this is less than one week's of growth of Scott Kiefner. So uh, I, I tell you what, you're looking pretty handsome there, and uh, I don't know how you you pull it off. It's all that testosterone, I guess, coursing through your veins. And uh, this this shot doesn't do you justice because you, you got to see him full full uh, full body armor and everything because he he he's he's there. Hey Scott, let's talk about our featured firearm if if you can here because uh, even though we're talking about non lethal, but there are people that want guns, right? And there yes. there's a time for it. We have a, a firearm here now. You've had this in your hands and you've shot it. And let me see, I've got it right here. It looks a lot better than I do on camera. It is the SAR CM9 stainless. Scott, tell us about it. Yeah, so we got a chance to take this out and do a, a, a full video review of it. And uh, this is uh, the SARS polymer framed pistol, uh, hammer fired, of course, as you can see there. Uh, it comes with a, a three. 0.8 inch barrel on it, 17 round capacity. Uh, of course, it has a stainless slide, finger grooves on the grip, but the back strap on this is interchangeable. Uh, it's an ambidextrous um, safety and has the Picatinny rail on the front so you can add whatever light you want. It doesn't have to be a proprietary thing. It also has the uh, the adjustable sights, the target sights on there. So you can just uh, you know, click click the windage on or whatever it is that you need. It has the cocking serrations and everything on the front. Very, very durable pistol. I believe this one was developed for uh, one of the NATO uh, trials as well. But uh, SAR has pr prided themselves on their weapons going to testing and surviving well past, you know, if a, if a pistol has to go 80,000 rounds before breakage, the, they, they make theirs go twice that. Uh, so they, they, they're very, very durable uh, in what they're doing and the, in the parts that they're making. So this shot very well for us, trigger felt good. The, the guns, the balance of it and everything felt really well. And it was, it was more than accurate enough to, for any type of defensive situation. So really yeah, Scott, I like what you're talking about. The rear sight, it will go back and forth and just for, for windage. Now, the thing about that, this is not just, you don't have to have like a, a, a special tool. Like I, I had a tool for my Glock. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because I don't want to say bad things about Glock. But but I broke the tool, you know. Or actually, I think you broke the tool. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but this is it's a better. This is a cut above. This is actually uh, SAR has some more reasonably priced firearms, but this is pretty reasonable at five eighty five. It's the MSRP. We're selling it at four forty nine. Now we don't have a lot of these in stock, so guys, if you're interested. You better hurry. So uh, final words on the uh, SAR CM9. Scott? Very durable. Great self-defense weapon. 
I think it's great, and 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 you know, there, you get a lot of bang for the buck, and uh, and and lots of bang. Hey guys, we're going to be right back with our first guest after this important announcement. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Fuck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Defund you. We will be moving funding from the NYPD. Yes, I support the defund movement. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we were running for office. And I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department. When they're saying defund the police. When we said defund the police, the world woke up. Regardless of who you are, there may be a time that comes that you want to protect yourself, but you don't want to carry a firearm. That's where Dale Delaney and StreetwiseSecurityStore.com, they have a solution. Dale, thanks for being on the show. Tell us a little bit about Streetwise Security. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Excited to be here. Uh, here at Streetwise, we've been in the business of less than lethal self-defense for a little over three decades. Uh, we believe in protecting what matters most, and that is uh, the human life. We believe that you have the right to protect yourself, protect your loved ones, uh, protect your family. And uh, sometimes it's with a firearm, but sometimes you're in a situation where maybe you can't have a firearm. And so we carry a lot of less than lethal options uh, for different people, stun guns, batons, pepper sprays, just ways to get out of a, a situation, uh, continue on uh, with your life in a good manner. Now, does, do a lot of these products, uh, do they require any particular licensing or uh, are they available off the shelf? Can you, can you buy them at a local dealer or can you buy them online? Uh, tell our viewers a little bit about availability and, and regulations, please. Sure. Most of this uh, can be bought off the shelf. You can go into um, different stores, a lot of gun, um, like flea market type stores will have them. A lot of your gun shows carry them. Uh, certain states, like Illinois, requires a concealed carry license form, but most of your states, you're allowed to carry these um, just as is on your stun gun. So check your local legislator. But we've been w winning the fight on saying, hey, this needs to be accessible to everybody. And um, it seems like politicians and people are starting to actually listen a little bit and pass laws. Hawaii just actually opened up um, the ability to um, purchase stun guns through specific dealers, and we're moving in the right direction. Oh, Dale, I don't want to be a contrarian here, but uh, I, I'm kind of, I think I'm leaning in the Illinois camp because shouldn't you at least have to wear a, a sandwich board or a side, some sort of a, a, a board on you to say, don't attack me because I have a stun gun. And, and uh, because you have to give fair warning to the criminals. Uh, where is the sympathy? Uh, I, and I don't hear your heartstrings uh, strumming. Where is the sympathy that you have for this uh, criminals that could be caught unaware. Dale? Yeah, not a whole lot of symphony uh, coming from me on that aspect at all. I think a lot of our stuff is designed to be carried discreetly uh, so that you're able to uh, protect yourself without having to give fair warning. Fair warning is getting popped.
you've got some great yeah. products. Let's take a look and yeah. go through them. Uh, this looks like a flashlight here. Uh, I know that flashlights are, 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 are good safety items, but uh, tell our viewers uh, maybe there's a little more to it. Yeah, that's our Ladies' Choice model. It's a really great model. Uh, my wife carries one of these a lot of days. Um, so it works just like a flashlight. Obviously, you got a great light coming out of it, but a little more. It's got a great, great pop to it. Really good um, stun gun overall. Also has the ability to silence a loud alarm. And then probably one of the best features. Let's say you did get in an altercation and somehow this got taken away from you and a bad guy ended up with it. It no longer works as long as that pin pops out. So if somebody were to get it away from you, as long as that disables, it's not going to be able to be used against you. I think a lot of people worry about that. Sometimes my wife talks about that and carrying a gun is what happens if something happened and he ends up with that and he didn't have one to start with. Um, and so it's a really hey, great, a great, great property feature. I don't, I don't think they have that on firearms, but uh, uh, maybe I sense a need for a, a new product out there. Uh, yeah. It, the, uh, What's this thing here? This looks a little crazy to me. Sticky gel. I, I, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've been pepper sprayed once or twice. Um, all accidentally, when I was in high school, we had a girl set off of her pepper spray on her keychain in the classroom, and everybody had to go out because you typically have pepper spray. It's just going to be a cloud. It can be pushed by the wind. It can affect a lot of different people. This spray, this sticky gel comes out like a really nice kind of gel that almost sticks to an asylum and a little harder to get off of them. You can be a little more direct with it and not say hit the person to the left or right with that cloud. It's going to come out more like a, almost like silly string. But, uh, that just makes my eyes burn. Just seeing that, just, it just yeah. thinking about trying to, uh, uh, wash that sticky gel off. Just, uh, that's not even gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna be a nightmare for whoever's trying to get that off of them. You know, uh, all the, and one of the things I like that, all these tools, uh, you know, I'm retired law enforcement and stuff like that. So the, all of these tools are just additional tools. So if you, even if you do, you know, carry a firearm or you have some type of lethal, lethal defense, these are all things that can be used to augment that because not every response uh, deserves a lethal, a lethal response. Sometimes just a use, a little bit of use of force as with like something like this, like these knuckles here. Can you tell us a little bit about these? Sure. That's the, uh, my kitty self-defense keychain made in the USA. Really great product, easy to put on your keys. You know, I grew up with, you know, oh, yeah, if you get in trouble when you're walking to your car, put your keys between your finger. This just works a whole lot better than that. It's built, sits really good in your palm. If you're, you know, walking to the car, something like that, you're able to protect yourself with just more than, say, your fist. That's really the goal is, you know, you might not always have a firearm on you, but I want you to have something, something that gives you a little leg up than what you would have had. Yeah. And these things are great also for, uh, not even not even just like straight punching like you like most people would think about but they're also great for pressure point control techniques and stuff like that like you could put this you know against a, a temple or up in the up into the throat or along the common peroneal or something a small strike from this or just the pressure of those two ears on there into certain pressure points will be enough to make people back up and get away from you and make them second guess whether or not they want to attack you yeah. They also grab DNA. You know, we sell a lot of products that grab yeah. DNA. That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on the receiving end of that one. <laughs> now we got several slides here with this product. And uh, I didn't know that you guys were into the garage remote control uh, pr pr product. 
uh, or is this a TV remote control? Whatever it is, it looks pretty small and suave. Yeah, yeah. This is our smart keychain stun gun. Um, so pretty small, attaches to your keys. We actually own a patent on this product. It's got a really cool feature right here on this inside. Instead of having a switch that you got to push up or down, it's just as soon as you touch it, it's going to activate itself, basically. That's your safety. It's just finger. It's reading when your finger touches it. And, uh, yeah, just something really easy to always have with you. Really great fit, really great size. And now, uh, let's say we want to move on away from the stun guns or something a little different. I don't even know what this is. I guess this is for the next product is for the office for when you're getting um, harassed by your your boss and you pull this pen out of your uh, out of your shirt. Oh, uh, what does it do? Do you write up a, a report on her, her sexual harassment and, and put it into HR? What 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 does this actually do? This thing. Yeah, we call this the pain pen. Um, we saw a lot of different stun guns that don't look like stun guns. Um, there's times where maybe you're a girl on college campus and you want to have something with you, but you don't want campus security getting called on you. This is something you can tuck into the side of your bag, in your pocket. Um, same thing, cuts right on with a switch and really great. great able to use that as a stun weapon and it not look like one. <laughs> oh, that's pretty crazy. I think it's better than my idea of uh, reporting to HR. And here it goes to show you the size, but our viewers just got to see it in your hand. Uh, Scott, it looks just like a pen to me, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the best things that, you know, like I used to, when I carried on duty, uh, we had to try and conceal everything from the air marshal service. We always had to be in plain clothes and we had to hide all of our stuff. So the more things you can hide in plain sight, uh, if you have that clipped into your pocket and everybody looks at it and thinks, oh, you have a pen in your pocket and they don't realize it's a weapon. It's something that the, the people aren't going to, it's not going to draw attention to you and do it yet. You can pull that out and easily employ it. I had a knife that I carried that, that looked like a pen uh, and it made it easy easier for me to stow gear and be able to get around with it. So with this, like with this small one here, how much, what is the power comparison to, for this one versus uh, say one of your bigger units and like, it, does it, does it have similar power, less stuns or anything, or is it, you know, lower, lower voltage or anything? Or? Yeah. Size definitely does matter to, when it comes to stun guns. Um, some of your larger ones, like a stun baton is definitely going to be just more amps going through it. And really the main thing with the smaller units is how long are you holding it on somebody and where are you getting them, right? Get up somebody up in their neck area, up in that chest. It's way better than just getting somebody, you know, right on the edge of their arm for sure. So yeah. no, we're running and, a little low, low on time here. I just want to yeah. hit these last couple of products. So what do we got here? Yep. That's a stomach time. We were just kind of talking about that. That's able to obviously strike somebody as well as flashlight and a really good pop on this unit. Really, really nice feature. You're able to strike um stun as well as um yeah and, and one of the another one here uh this is a conventional what what is this yeah same thing this one's just special if somebody tries to grab it from you they're going to get you know lit up like a christmas tree it's got stun strips on the side so if they think i'm gonna reach out and grab this from you they're gonna get lit up <laughs> ooh, ooh, now that i like that it's devious go oh, last product i want this and uh, you guys are now, everybody's getting on the cell phone band, bandwagon, and uh, uh, you got the cell phone. And uh, how is the reception on this? Do you get five bars everywhere? That's really the big question I had on when I was going through this, doing my exhaustive media prep for this show. 
That's right. We, we call that the fry phone and it is fully 5G. It's ready to rock. Um, <laughs> same thing. Just easy to easy to walk around with the college campus, easy to have on your hand and it not look like you're doing anything. It looks just like an iPhone and uh, we call it the fry phone and um, great, great unit. Um, yeah. has an alarm, flashlight and a really good pop to it. Yeah, it looks like what you get one million one million bars. <laughs> is that oh no, give one million bars. One of the things I'd like to add also with these for 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 employing these and in using these for our viewers is um, that this is similar to when 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 someone gets shocked with one of these. It's very similar to someone getting stabbed or grabbing a hot pan or on a stove. It's one of those instantaneous jerk, you know, they jerk back, they immediately do a, what was that? And then they don't want to grab that hot pan again, or they don't want to get cut again. So like shock knives that we use, uh, it feels just like getting stabbed when you, when you get one across your arm, uh, stuff like that we use for training. So these things are very, very small ways and very easy and convenient ways to stop someone. If they, if they grab you in a parking lot, you hit them once and then you start yelling for help. They're probably going to, they're probably going to uh, leave. Right. Um, but, you know, having, you know, maybe having other stuff to, to follow up with that. But, but the bottom line is, is this buys you time and it prevents another attack. So, so this is a, a cell phone that we're looking at, but it's actually, it looks like a cell phone, but it's actually a stun gun. Hey, you know, we're That's out right. of time now on our segment here, Dale, we got to have you come back because you've got lots of stuff. Uh, if you've got our emails, you, you, you got a link to their website, but, Tell our viewers, and especially the listeners, the podcast listeners, where they can purchase your products. Yeah, you can go to streetwisesecuritystore.com, and you can find uh, our products there. And uh, we would love to have you purchase them, carry it, protect what matters most, and that is you. Well, hey, we'll have you back again, and uh, thanks for being on our show today. We sincerely appreciate it. And you know yeah. what? I, I tell you what, I was thinking about my opening remarks as people uh, that makes fun of uh, people that are worried about their security. They'd make fun of this show. They'd probably say it needs to be taken off the air. But hey, if they had your products, they might still be alive today. And uh, uh, we'll talk more about that in the future. Thanks for being on our show. We'll be right back after this important message. your lifestyle. Hey, our next guest, cartridgeanneal.com. Tom, you're there, and uh, let me check. Looks like Tom, are you, yeah, are you there? Okay, Tom, yeah, we hear you. Hey, Tom, cartridgeanneal.com, you have a product that is made for reloaders. Why don't you just, uh, you know, give us a few seconds, just tell us a little bit about your company. When when did you start and what got you into the business? In 2008, we brought this unit out because I had a thousand 308 Winchester cases. Uh, they came from the military. Half of them came out of machine guns, pretty sloppy chambers. And um, at that time, the going machine to anneal cases cost over $800. Having a tool and die design background, I decided that I could 
make something that was just as fast, if not faster, and also a whole lot cheaper. So we came up with a very simple design. So, so Tom, I, I've got a question for you, and some of our viewers might, and I know for a fact that people watching this uh, on syndication are going to have the question. Annealing, exactly what is annealing? You know, I see some flames on there. Uh, you know, you get brass. Isn't brass brass? I mean, what does the heat have to do with it? Could you just describe exactly what is annealing in general? Okay. Annealing is the softening of metal. It is a heat treatment process. We all know that a file is very hard. A file will actually cut metal. You could take that same steel file, and if you annealed it properly, which is an entirely different process than annealing brass, you could drill a hole right through it. It'd be soft again. Then you could reharden it. With annealing brass, every time we fire it, the neck expands. When we reload it, we squeeze it back in. Seat the bullet, it expands a little bit more. So you're moving that brass neck at least four times with every re reload and fire cycle, and it gets work hardened. Work hardening will cause it to crack and ruin the brass. Just think of taking a paper clip and bending it a number of times. You bend a paper clip enough, it's going to break. So that's what we so that's what annealing is. Now let me ask you this: uh, If you anneal it, uh, it, let's say you don't anneal it and you're going to reload the brass, and you just were ill-informed, okay? You might be able to refill that uh, brass once or twice, I don't know how many times, but if you do anneal it properly, how much more life do you get out of the cartridge? Well, we started with a box of 50 good commercial pieces of brass in 308. We're running a test. The next time it's reloaded, it'll be the 21st time that that brass has been reloaded. That represents that that brass is put downrange over 1,000 bullets. A gentleman many years ago set a record at 600 yards. He was the first guy that broke one inch at 600. That was the 53rd time he'd fired that brass. Now, obviously, in a bench rest quality gun, the dimensions of the neck in that chamber are only going to be about approximately maybe two thousandths of an inch larger. So he had a very tight neck. The neck in my gun is a standard SAAMI Sporting Arms and Manufacturing Institute dimension. So my brass expands the normal standard ten thousandths. So it's moving a lot in every reloading, and yet I've got. 21 reloads coming up on that box. And, and you're saying it's also more accurate. It, it, oh, yes. Now, Scott, I, you, you've had some chance. Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, uh, some video here and uh, have you both comment in, in on this. Scott, now, uh, you telling me that you're a competitive shooter but really haven't been tuned into the reloading uh, all the bits and pieces about it. So, Scott, tell our viewers a little bit uh, what, what we got here in, in your experience. Now, there's that liquid. So it comes in, I had no idea. So the liquid, Tom, it actually changes color when it gets to the right temperature. And Scott, I think you're going to show that to us, aren't you, aren't you, Scott? You're on mute, Scott. 
sorry, user error again. <sighs> one day, one day I'll figure it out. But uh, no, the the uh, my experience in precision rifle has it was I was a sniper on a SWAT team for many years, uh, sniper in position in the Marine Corps, and the ammo that I always had to use was always issued ammo. Uh, that is, once you fire that cartridge. Uh, it forms to the chamber and then you're able to get a more precise fit and gives you more even pressures uh, across the spectrum, which gives you more accurate and more dependable ammunition. Uh, one of the cool things that he that he had here with the setup is the instructions were very, very easy to follow. And the uh, I, this is my first time running it and I, I caught I caught on to it and had it set up in just minutes. So it was a very easy process and a very good system to use. And it actually is, Tom, you, you say that little dot there turns color inside out. Do we get a little close up on that here in a minute, Scott, or not? Yeah, yeah. The next the next frames here in a second will show the close up of the liquid turning from green to black and then you also see a little bit of the flame color change in there as well you actually see a little bit of green in the flame uh as it as it burns off here there we so, go oh yeah, wow look at that you can see yep and then it, you see a little bit of uh color change in the flame and Boom. it becomes a very quick very easy process i think the uh, biggest thing would just be managing both hands, you know, and figuring out your little process of getting those cases in there as quickly as possible. Now, and Tom, I, I'm getting a question here uh, from Nolan Wells, uh, one of our viewers. He asks, how often does brass need to be annealed? Once uh, or every time you reload it? That's a good question. Depends upon what you're trying to accomplish. If you're shooting very hot loads for hunting, I would anneal every other firing. If you're firing mild loads or mid-range loads, let's say in a 308 rifle or 306, whatever, possibly every third time. If you want maximum accuracy, every single time you reload it. That's that gentleman that shot the record target at 600 and kneels after every shot. Mine is a standard Remington 700 action. Best group I ever got was slightly less than five-eighths of an inch at 300 yards. And those cases, I anneal every time. So for accuracy, your competitive shooters, hey, you know, what's the harm in annealing it? And Scott, it doesn't take very long, does it? No, it's a very quick process, uh, very easy process with what with what you have set up here. And as you see in the slide that he had there before, uh, I, I'll mount it to a piece of plywood and then have that be able to clamp to the bench when uh, you want to pull that out and, and anneal a batch of ammo. Uh, it's a very easy process, and it's going to make it last a lot longer after, you know, like I'm new to this and just figuring out uh, a lot of things as well. So this is it's something that's new to me and the fact that uh, – didn't realize that it would lengthen the use of the each cartridge. Well, I tell you what, Tom, uh, this has been lots of fun. And if you folks that are watching, uh, you know, you've probably heard about reloading. Uh, in today's email blast, we put a, a, a basic press from uh, Hornady. It was on there, so you could have purchased it. We sell that type of products. We don't have all the products, like the primers and the explosives. We can't sell to you over the over the internet and over the mail. But this cartridge 
annealing process, Tom, is, is something that I think everyone's going to want to get involved with. Tom, tell our viewers and our podcast listeners how they can learn more about your product. Where can they go on the internet? The easiest way is to go to our website, cartridgeanneal.com, and we have a very short uh, video there that shows the process. We also accept phone calls uh, to answer people's questions, uh, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, five days a week. So we're here for you. You'll never call us and hear that one, two, three, four, five. Doesn't happen doesn't happen. And Tom, one last question here. I should have asked before the pricing on this. These started a little bit over um, $100, including that's delivered to the customer. I think $123.95 uh, might be off a few pennies. But you can buy it either with torches or without. They're a little bit more expensive with torches, of course. We don't sell the propane because we can't mail it. Uh, we can mail the Temple Lack because it is non-flammable. Uh, mention that. You can make the Temple Lack last a lot longer by buying a bottle of the thinner. Uh, to, you just simply add a little bit as needed. Or do you feel like it's got a little bit too gummy? It's not an exact science. Well, I, I asked that because I knew it was very reasonable. Look, guys, uh, here's Made in America product, American Ingenuity. Uh, single proprietor, these people really care about you. They'll pick up the phone, they'll answer the phone, the product works, it's easy to use, and it's so very reasonably priced. It's basically a public service. We appreciate you, Tom, being on the show, and we'll have you back again. And uh, viewers, get this product and write in and tell us how it works for you. We're going to be right back after this quick commercial announcement. a great show today already. I've learned a lot about the cartridge annealing process, and it's something I think all of us are going to be interested in. Hey, Scott, uh, thanks for pre preparing that video. I, I, I was just shocked uh, when I saw how quick and easy it was. Yeah, it, it was remarkably easy to set that up. Uh, very self-explanatory, uh, just just going over reading the instructions and getting on his site and watching some of his instructional videos. And I was up and at, at the, off to the races. I mean, he could have went through, I had to stop myself because I was going through so many cases. I've already had a big, a big batch of prepped brass. And I was like, okay, well, no, wait, I still have to do some editing here. So let me stop what I'm doing with the brass. And cause I just wanted to keep on going through like a thousand rounds, you know, and just see how fast I could do it. But uh, no, very easy, very simple. And just something that's going to extend the life of your brass and, and make your, make it more um, accurate. So, you know, it's a lot of fun. Now, you know, we started our show by talking about non-lethal methods of protecting yourself. And you know, the, the three, uh, you know, I, I can't say they're, uh, I guess I, the best thing to say is they are leftists because they were definitely against everything of law and order 
They came out against uh, everything. They supported defund the police, Black Lives Matter. And they're always talking about, oh, you know, uh, if we were just all enlightened, if we could all just get along. And you know, one of the things that gets me about that, one thing is they leave out of the equation uh, our maker. You know, we're not here. This nation was founded by God-fearing men, and we have put him aside. And uh, I think uh, we are paying the price, and uh, those three, of course, did pay the price. Uh, I'm sure they're learning a little bit more about the principle of eternal life at this yeah. point. Let's bring along our, our, our final guest for today. And Kim Zadrozny from, let me see, I got the right button, from Faith Protect. How are you doing today, Kim? Very well, thank you. Hey, uh, tell our viewers what faithprotect.com is in the genesis of it. How Faith Protect came along was three and a half years ago when we had that peaceful protest. I have a daughter that was living with a boyfriend. She got sick, went into the hospital. So I go to her condo. The boyfriend hits me in the head. He's 34 and I was 60 at the time. And I did carry. And the police came and I had had kinds of problems with this, her boyfriend at the time. And they said, we're going to give him an assault charge, but he's not going to go to jail. We don't want to do that. We don't want to stir up any more problems. So I said, fine. When I walked away, I decided I am going to teach the mature women to understand whether you should use a weapon or not, and you better understand your situational awareness. And uh, you've developed a whole line of products. Uh, I know you're teaching women yourself. In fact, I think you told me just, wasn't it just yesterday you were out uh, teaching some women self-defense? Yes. Last night I trained four women, but most of the women that I train are between 40 to, I've trained nine 80-year-old women that had never touched a gun before. And a gun is not for everybody. And that's what I tell them. This is not a toy. And you better keep learning, practice. It's all about education. Now, you, I make sure I heard that right, because uh, I have this earbud here. I, maybe I didn't hear it right. You said nine 80-year-old women. Is that, is that what you said? Yes. And they carry. And they yeah. are actually great students. They listen. And every time they pick up its, the gun, they make sure that it's safe. Now, Kim, why why were they interested in getting and purchasing a firearm in the first place? Well, a lot of the women that I've, I was talking to at the time, because that's when we were in lockdown, they never wanted to shoot. But I go, they were shooting with their husbands, and the husbands would get a little aggressive. They weren't understanding. So my technique was all my guns were pretty colors, purple, green, orange, but it matched the gun bag. So these women were very interested. So I'd start them off in a pink Glock 22. Then if I felt like they could do it, we moved up to a 380 and then to a nine millimeter. So you've got some of that right here in the studio, don't you? Let, let, let me see if I can get our viewers here uh, to see this. Go ahead and uh, pull that up here. And uh, so here we've got uh, a sample. In fact, I'll hold this yeah. Yeah. And, and you folks can see that. So this has been Cerakoted, is that right? I have a Cerakoting weapon certification. Okay, so you got your own machines, you're out there Cerakoting, yes. and then it matches the bag? Correct. Now, how did that impact uh, these, uh, these folks that you were, were dealing with? Oh, they loved it because now, you know, if you go to a gun store, 
everything is really still kind of met for a man and it's getting way better. But when you go in there, all the guns and the women don't understand. But once they have this, and they look stylish when they go to the range. They enjoy it. Yeah, and you're making it more accessible and, and easier, right? Yes. Now, you have a whole line of other self-defense products, and uh, uh, and I think it has something to do with the name Faith Protect here. Let me see if I can get something of this on here. I guess we've got a little video to show. So Faith Protect, what is the main idea, uh, if, if you're looking at it, what is the main idea behind Faith Protect? Um, just to educate women, and then women help other women, and our whole society needs help, I'm afraid. You know what? They're uneducated. Guns don't kill people. You know, it's the person that kills people, unfortunately. We also train 800 churches here in Arizona. And uh, uh, we're looking at uh, some training, right? going on here. This training I did, it was a little video I put together because women, the first time they go to the shooting range, they get jumpy because they hear a 45 next to them. I said, mm -hmm. that's very common. Go home, get on Bluetooth, whatever you need to get on, listen to the shots. Then you're not going to be so jumpy. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, Scott, uh, when you have new shooters, uh, sometimes using a suppressor is, is a good idea. What do you think, Scott? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm a big fan of the suppressor movement and, you know, moving towards uh, one, legalizing it too. Uh, just the, just preventing hearing loss. I've, you know, started out as a machine gunner and the Marine Corps, and then I've been firing high power weapons my entire career. And now I've lost my hearing and you can't get it back. You know, now people talk to me and I do the what, you know, the, huh, you know, but the, but the big thing is, is for people that, that she's training with, you know, it, a little bit of stress inoculation, getting used to the sound. Uh, and then on top of that, accessorizing, you know, every uh, men do it just as much as women or anybody else. They pick their favorite accessories for their firearms. They, they you know, most of us, you know, most of the guys like the, the flat dark earth or the camo or something like that, but we all like to accessorize things to make them fit us and make them fit our personalities. And I think that's one of the things that makes it a little easier for people to, to move into. And I love her approach of, of starting people out with small calibers that are that are less shocking, less uh, invasive, less loud. Now uh, you've got some products on your website. Uh, uh, Michelle, our producers, pulled some of these off here just to show our viewers what they're getting. Now, wh what are we looking at here? It looks to me like the end of a shotgun shell, but it's actually probably not. It's a cheese and meat platter. Cheese and. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. A cheese and meat platter. I have a Roomba that's got the 12 gauge on it also. And we that's on our website. So if you have a Roomba and it's kind of funny, my friends come over, they're like, only you, Kim. I said, it works. So a cheese and meat platter, this is, uh, you know, when you bring the folks over uh, for Sunday night barbecue from church, you can find out, sort them out pretty quick, find out who's on your side and not, I'm guessing with this platter. You know what? It's, I think of another good use of it. Uh, Scott, you know, you could send this out uh, to some of your leftist friends as Christmas gifts. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. But I'll tell you what, I'm on the website right now. I'm looking at the Roomba, uh, the Roomba customization. Yeah, I love it. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. I my you know, I see the R2D21 stuff like that. But yeah, the the shotgun shell looks looks fantastic. And uh, this looks like jewelry here to me. What are we looking at? 
in fact, you have some here in the studio, I believe. Yeah. That's a police whistle, but we put faith on it, and it can be either a keychain or a necklace. Why don't we grab that and uh, pull it over there? And yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and let's let's zoom and, in here. I'll I'll take it. We'll zoom in on me. I I I'm not too. Uh, and watching. what those are on this one? These are bullet slices. Oh. Yeah. And what we found out is we donate to a lot of the battered women shelters because we're a 501c. Now, do these actually uh, have some sound? Oh, they have sound. Uh, mind if I give this a shot? Give here? it a shot. Whoa, wait a minute. I don't know if you could hear that, Scott. That sounded pretty I think loud. It, I, think it, I, think it, I think it canceled out your, your mic. But I, that or it was either too, too loud for mine. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, you know, that one of the th one of the things I think is amazing about this, is, Kim, is that uh, these can be on you as jewelry, but yet you have a way of notifying people. And and like you were talking about before in your training programs, you're, you're talking about situational awareness. Situational awareness is the biggest part of, of personal security. And so if you see, some, you know, if you're paying attention and you see something bad coming. You can stop it. And then if it gets too close with, you know, your whistle or some, you know, in, in products like this, like we're talking about non-lethal, notifying everybody around you that something bad is going down is is one of the first things in in stopping it. Um, so, you know, we can we can say something or whatever, but a whistle is is something that uh, can get will get everybody's attention in the immediate area and you'll have everyone looking at you. And in the process of that. You know, it may be a deterrent for that criminal that thinks he's going to take your purse or take you, uh, you know, for that matter. So, well, hey, I apologize to our editors and all of you folks listening. I didn't realize how loud that whistle was going to be. Uh, I, 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 big faux pas on my on my part. Now, you you have all kinds of other products and all types of things. I like the faith component. You know. Um, now, this is a kind of a weird thing, maybe a little personal, but I have found that if you have faith in God, you'll end up being around other people that have faith in God. I don't know how that is, but somehow before I knew that Scott was involved in a, a local church, um, you know, we connected up and started doing this show. And then all of a sudden I find he's a, a youth minister, a pastor and, and helping out in his local church. Uh, since then, he's gone full time for gun stuff, but he's still very, very active in his church. I think this faith component is something that the left, that's one of the very first things. They want to disarm America, but they also want uh, to ruin our faith and, and get rid of the First Amendment and not even let us worship. You, you find that in communist China, you find it in Russia, uh, Cuba, Venezuela, anywhere you go where communism is found and Christianity is uh, thrown out the window as long as well as other religions. So, so, so Kim, I, I, I come, I compliment you on making faith actually a part of your company. Tell our viewers and our podcast listeners how they can learn more and see all these fine products without having somebody blow a whistle in their ear. Like I just did. I'm apologize about that. You can actually go on faithprotect.com and we do have a 1-800 number that they can call in if they have questions or concerns like, I'm with a church organization called Arizona um, Church Security Network. I'm sure you've heard of it. They do 800 churches now. We do once a month we meet and we do a new training. And I've been doing that for a year and a half now. 
And I also joined the DC project, which I know we all know. Yes. Yes. Well, we'll DC project. On. Great. We got to have them on the show. Yes. Hey, Scott, uh, I tell you what, uh, your last word, Scott. Yeah. So I, I, I volunteer on my church safety team as well. And there's a lot to, there's a lot going on there, you know, churches, go under attack here and there and you know and, and physical violence does does break its way into our sanctuaries and uh so you know i'm just glad that there are people like you out there that are willing to provide training but i'm also thankful for the people that are willing to sit there and receive the training and then step up and be those be those uh, measures of safety between uh them and evil out there trying to you know come in and, and commit harm against them Hey, folks, head on over to faithprotect.com and learn more about this great product. Kim, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Scott, thanks for being there. We lost you almost for about three or four seconds, and uh, you'll see it in the comments. And we thought uh, uh, we didn't know what was happening, but, hey, we got you back, and uh, so it, it's great. Appreciate you being on the show, and, and thanks for that great media. Oh, you're welcome. It's always a pleasure to be here. So see you guys next time. Hey, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.